Boys and girls, welcome to the Shoot the Poo podcast. <laughs> I am Jesse Severins, and I'm here with my dear friend, I'm uh, Patrick. Patrick Riley. Yeah. Say what's up, Patrick. What's up? How are you doing, Jesse? Well, we are living in a crazy world, Patrick, so there is definitely no shortage of things to talk about. No, not, not at all. Lots uh, of uh, lots of clickbait out there, lots of things <laughs> that kind of grab you, get you. Yeah, you know all about it. I get half my clickbait from you. <laughs> <laughs> you, put, you post some juicy stuff. I I like to think I post with uh with no 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 personal attachment to it, and then see where it goes. And it usually turns to a dumpster fire in the comment section at some point. Um, yeah, I, I seen I seen you got you got into one today. You got a pretty <laughs> good one going. Let's let's open it up. Let's talk about that. What what was that that you posted? Today? So it was it was just it was it was pure and simple Newsweek. And a couple other sources they posted. It was just a peer comparison. Um, more Americans now have died from coronavirus as of today, um, or the last reports, um, than the, all of the Americans um, reported within the Vietnam War. So over years of Vietnam War, um, 56, I feel ignorant for not knowing the exact number, um, but 56,000 um, or so um, Americans died um, with over the years of the Vietnam War. And um, this article is just saying that within the two months that we've been afflicted by um, COVID-19, um, we've now surpassed uh, that number of Americans dying. So, um, And that's not to say anything about the worldwide number. This is Americans alone. So um, this guy, um, he'll name, rename uh, Nameless. Um, he's no longer uh, one of my, my friends because he was just, he was straight up trolling. Um, and his his call out was just, uh, he didn't understand why it was comparison, or, um, comparing um, Vietnam and he's like, "What's the point? It's just a, you know, kind of a, a arbitrary comparison. Oh, you, it's an erroneous comparison. Compare it to anything, um, and you know, it'll be this or that. It's, it's basically the way, however you paint it. So, um, so yeah, it didn't go very well. A lot of people jumped in, with <laughs> um, just you know, facts saying this isn't about anything other than comparing how the scale, the velocity of, of which people are are passing away from this." So, um, yeah, it I mean, also ties start, in when we started this, like for me oh, for, for me i was just starting to interrupt like for me when i hear that statistic right that we've now surpassed vietnam war uh you know the vietnam war was before my time i was born in 82 but like my uncle was in the vietnam war and all the movies that i watch vietnam you know the vietnam so like to me the vietnam war is like gory it's jungle fighting i picture people blowing up being killed and so when you kind of scale it like that yeah. Um, you know, again, and I, I get where his point was, right? He was just trying to say, like, what are you, what are you doing? And so, um, uh, but it does kind of strike you. It, it was very well crafted. It got my attention immediately. Yeah, I, and that's that's the other thing. Even with some of these articles, which um, they have good information, they're useful. The headlines, so many people are headline driven, myself included. Sometimes I'll only skim through an article, and I'll, um, the the headline is. <laughs> Um, is what people is all people read and they react off of that um and that article that's not even what it necessarily was saying so i mean there are a lot of misleading um ways i didn't from... read the article i read the i read the headline and i read the comment section yeah and i just browsed through the comment section i was like this is going to be a war in here it was it, it. It, it really just brushed on it and it was a quick comparison of numbers it was really just for scale for what most wasn't Americans even that could bad think. yeah um, wasn't that bad but I mean, to bring it up as a topic, though, I mean, comment sections in general, right? There's just people that just, you know, horrifically just shitting on people really bad. The worst things you could ever say. And it's almost become a game. Like people like to troll. They like to talk shit. They say really hurtful stuff. Mainly, in my opinion, it's because there's no accountability. Yeah. Right? In the old days, you talk shit like that. You got punched in the face. So you didn't talk shit. And you know, nowadays you can hide behind a keyboard and, and, and get away with it. And it's sad. And it's hurtful, man. You've seen, you know, there's people that have taken their lives, right? There's been awful situations caused by uh, just these co these comments, man, these people. Wow. This, this mob this mob mentality, right? Yeah. And I wonder if, like, I know there's, there's always going to be a malicious percentage of those people who are, they're out for it because they're getting off on it. And then there are people who just get kind of sucked into these things um, just because they may be fell victim to a talking point or they 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 yeah. really identified with one piece of information and they didn't look at anything else and then all of a sudden they found this themselves in this two-sided argument that you know uh, there's no one's looking to have a discussion they're just throwing 
talking points at each other. It's like, and that's, nobody learns anything from that. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I mean, R- Rogan mentioned this quite a bit, but it's, it's true. Like you see the, even the television shows, the panels, right, that mm-hmm. they show up. They'll bring up a, a, you know, they'll bring up an issue that has many intricacies, right? Something that needs to be laid out and really, you know, looked at. And, and they'll crunch it into a, a two-minute segment. Right. They'll, they'll crunch it into a two minute segment. You'll get a half a sentence in. They'll hit you with another one. And and they're kind of able to twist the news in that regard. Right. And they're both guilty for it. I mean, Fox News is easy to see when they do it. Um, and they're obviously new news agencies on the left do it as well. Um, well the day, they're, they're professionals at it. I mean, they know how to grab your attention. That, that's the thing. I, th- I think regardless of where you're getting your information from, eh, you should probably think nowadays you have to think. What are they? What are they after? Which is making money. So you know whether you're watching MSNBC or Fox News, their end game. They may have different moralities or ethics or whatever, but the people that are powering their station, they're they're aim, they're thinking about money. Number one, number two, number three. Baby, you froze for a minute. I hope I yeah, can't I know out. you froze as well. I'm gonna have to see if I can. What what did you just close with right there? Remind me. I heard. I heard, I heard saying, um, you know, to. It's really about uh, just reminding, taking information with a grain of salt. Um, not to not to question. Yeah. I think there's not enough questioning going on, and then in for any regard. Um, so critical thinking, the idea that um, you take some information in, you think about it, you process it. And you add it in with all the other things that you know and see where things kind of shake out. And you, you start putting this picture together um, rather than you take a piece of information. And that is, you know, chiseled in stone, fact, hard fact. And that, that's the only thing you go off and you don't listen to anything else. And, you know, blind, probably not. I'm, really, I'm just saying that <laughs> people should um, look at things with a caution, a caution, a bit of caution, but also... Um, you know, gotta believe somebody at some point. So if you're questioning the who and the CDC, yeah, there's you know who who won't you question at that point? I understand these all the conspiracy things behind that, and I love them. Let's let's explore. <laughs> um, yeah, but, there, there's 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 a lot to go down there. I mean, with the um, with the, to close on the news thing that I was talking about, you, you know, it, it is kind of a sense where you can tell, hey, this new agency's this way, this one's this way. I personally, I'll grab news from Russia Today, from Al Jazeera. I want to hear from around the world, and I kind of end up having to draw my own conclusion somewhere in the middle. I love um, that. Similar to what you said earlier. You grab Russia Good. Today. This guy's a I do, dude. RT cannot <laughs> wait to talk shit on the United States. Well, of course, it's, shit bla- before, it's blatantly Russian propaganda. <laughs> but I get to hear it first before it's, before it's spun by an American, right? Russia's like, look what these idiots did. They just cost themselves their entire economy. They're all going to fucking, they'll be broke in two weeks. And then I turn over to Fox News or I'll turn over to NBC in the back. Well, we uh, forecast predict that we might have a little trouble up ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. So funny. So, so funny. Um, but, um, conspiracy theories, man. We were going into those. So the one that got me today, it had a list of all these FBI people that have been fired. You know anything that's going on with that? Mm-mm. Something's uh-huh. going on with the FBI. That guy that got, um, I think it's, uh, fuck, I, this is total bro science. I'm sorry, I can't, don't don't quote me. Whether it's, a, it's like a, a, a lieutenant or a, a general or a sergeant. He's, he's really high, high-ranked military, and he went down during the Russia investigation, the whole Trump-Russia investigation, and he's about to get pardoned. He's about to get let out because they found all this evidence. And so now... Wait, the FBI? Wait, who? Yeah. Yeah. General... He's got a catchy, like, fucking name. It, I, I can't... Uh, I don't have my computer right now. Uh, fuck. He was, his face, he was uh, the military guy that went to he jail. Was a, he for, was, like, the first one, because, like, right when <laughs> Trump got inaugurated, he was, like, texting uh, sovereign nations, like, hey, I think I've got an in. Um, like, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, Mike Flynn, fucking idiot. <laughs> that's that, Michael I don't know, Flynn. I don't know if that's him. Is that, what, <laughs> what's his What's his rank in the military? Um, General Jen, Jen, Jen Flynn. That's him. General Michael Flynn. That's yeah. So I mean, Jen he was the, Flynn. He was the that, first one to be 
um, to be uh, indicated. But he also was the first one to reach out. Like he reached, they he texted, he made a text during Trump's inauguration to. It was somebody at like either Deutsche Bank or like one of those nations that's involved in like all every everything they're they're trying to figure out where oh, all the no. dots are connected yeah. right now. Um, but yeah, so he's he's about to get pardoned. Well, naturally. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, conspiracy news on the street is that uh, he's getting out and the heads are going to roll. And then, the, you know, again, this are, some of these sites are wacko, man. Some of the shit they post is fucking crazy. But I watch it. I, you know, <laughs> I just, I just like, I peek at it on the way by. I don't like, I don't, you don't see me liking it too much or paying any attention. But I'm, I'm looking. I'm peeking through the blinds. You know, I want to see what's going on over there with you little wacking doodles you're talking about. The 5G. I want to know about the 5G. So, all of these. Okay, here's here's the here's the thing. Just bringing that up. Um, so, I think just to talk about conspiracies versus like scientifically based information or like logic based information. Um, yeah. Global warming is not real. We're we're we having we're having a real real black and white discussion here with within our news within like society and i don't think that all conspiracies are fake i think that there's i mean i recently had this discussion i think that some um there's there's way to there's the validity of some of them but i think the ones that are so far out there are the ones that take away from the ones that are that are not so far-fetched because For they all sure. get lumped in the same thing um but somebody was telling yeah, me that the it, um my girlfriend was telling me that the uh the word conspiracy was designed it was used I mean, think about it. Conspirator. Like, there's nothing positive about conspirator. Yeah. Like, conspirator is used as basically another lighter word for traitor, because if you call someone a traitor, it's implying like, the implications of that are, like, legal. So, um, so I think, like, there's... I don't know. I, I think everyone should question things. Um, I mean, like, even myself being a, a card-carrying Democrat and a liberal and all, all for certain measures of... Like, I'm, I'm not for... I'm not. I'm not against having like the whole state do something, or the whole nation being asked to do something. Um, but I can certainly like look at the way things are shaking out right now, and it certainly seems like if I were trying to get a little more extra control right now or iron a couple things out, it might be a good time to do it. I don't know. I mean, absolutely. No, no, you're absolutely right. There's a there's a big vulnerability here. Um, if you, you know, had a uh, a skewed objective, now would be the time to insert your evil little plan. Right, but that, that's part of it too. It's like some of these things, are, you know, are far. Well, on that note, by the way, today, first time ever, the Pentagon released videos of UFOs. I saw that. Did you see that? Right. Mm-hmm. Did you actually watch the videos? I, I watched. I watched two of them, and um, they're wild. And I thought another tidbit that was funny about that was that you know Tom Deluge from Blink One Eighty Two, he was the they quoted was, his ass immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he was the one who um, he had originally posted those three videos. Um, well, I'm I'm sure they're posted somewhere else, but he had, he would have been the one that was recently. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. I kind of kid the voice. I think he was showing those on Rogan too. Yeah. Maybe. I'm I'm happy because a year ago or a year and a half ago, when his his foundation was like coming out or his group, um, everyone was like, "Tom's lost it. He's he's out there. It's not gonna." He's he's talking about aliens and this and that and everyone's just discrediting him and now the navy is just crediting Tom Deloge as you know yeah. as being there being some validity yeah. to it. So that being a proof in the pudding type of thing to kind of actually bring about this point, that's conspiracy theory that people were so like there's no fucking way that's so ridiculous that's so out there yeah. to now just a couple years later the navy's like oh yeah by the way these are we definitely don't know what the fuck these are so here's yeah. these videos yeah. we have uh, no idea what these are. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, awesome yeah so there's um to, to your point though they they do get diluted you're you're easily dismissed right for something i mean tom deluge bit kind of being on that side of the spectrum of it um <laughs> uh, because he was he's a little heavy on 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 his feet he had yeah. wild ideas but um good good for him right definitely a, a notch up in his belt and uh for, for all those guys man there's people that committed their entire lives studying uh, UFOs. I mean, I watched X Files when I was a kid, right? I did. I did my share Scott. all over that shit. Scott. I want that poster. I, I want to believe. <laughs> I need to put the poster right here. I can have some fun. Yeah, and and um, that's, that's the thing is like, I think it was like a point of like us. Things should be more conversational. 
you know, whether you're on the conspiracy side of things or you think that you're on the, it's printed in a, you know, a leather bound book. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. You picture the one petting them, the cat. And the, yeah, and it has like this credibility and like, oh, how dare you question me? And then the conspiracy. There's these two wildly different sides of like, uh, which is taken seriously. And, and if we could just have a little bit of grain of salt, you know, for the people in the establishment, and a little grain of salt yeah, yeah, to yeah. hear out the conspirators, then I feel like we would have a much broader picture. That's a good of, point. That's a good point. What's going on? So, I don't yeah, know. I think we should pass. We should pass that bill for sure. Let's let's put that in. Let's write that into the next stimulus package. <laughs> oh yeah, and then uh... I want to talk about that. <sighs> I well, I think let's, while we were talking about the news, <laughs> I got I'm gonna bring up a story, and I think you posted it, and it fucking gets me hot. Mm. Let's talk about the bank profits right now. Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see what the banks are making right now off of these off of these bailout loans? Yep. So, <laughs> funny how that works. <laughs> uh, you heard all the people that also. So there's the. Okay, so we're talking about the Paycheck Protection Program. We're talking about SBA loans. Um, we're talking about stimulus package. All these things are all combined. So, um, stimulus package. 1200 bucks for everybody really cost like $18,000 per because there were all the other uh, corporate bailouts and all these things included. And so now we're in stimulus package number two. Um, and then what you're referring to are the banks and how much they made citing the processing of all of these loans. And they made, what was it, $181 billion or something? Whereabouts of that? Or is that is it more than that? Shit. Okay. You'd think if I brought it up, I'd have that in front of yeah. me. It's I have the number two billion. in my head. It's a couple yeah, hundred like billion over like a week, billion. though. That's the thing is it's over. I mean, they, they just started doing SBA loans a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, the amount that was dispensed, and it was gone. It was 300, 300 like 50 billion or, or whereabouts of that was the first round. And that was the whole fund, and it was used up like this. And the reason why is because the likes of, you know, like these big giant corporations and also giant um, restaurant corporations that, you know, employ thousands of employees are publicly traded. They got mil loans that were for $10 million, Massive. $20 million, Shake Shack, they got, Chris, Chris. They like, got slapped on the back of the hand too. All those guys gave the money back, right? Wait, I mean, you hear about the Lakers? You hear about the Lakers today? <laughs> Lakers, Lakers got it too. Our beloved um, Lakers, four and a half million. But it's, and, you know, I get all these organizations, you know, there's somebody in their organization that's told when these things happen make sure we're protected and that's great but like my family we we didn't even our, our company we didn't get approved for one and it was chump change and wow so and we know that we're among you know hundreds of other thousands of businesses uh, can you imagine that um are in the same same boat like well shit i mean how these fuckers get approved for tens of millions of dollars and so that makes you wonder okay well i don't know who are they really concerned about? <laughs> it's pretty. It seemed like the system itself kind of. There was some leaks in the dam, right? I mean, you can imagine uh, the the waterfall, so to speak, of uh, that all that money when the once the floodgates open, all that money. So if you got any, you know, they find out that the people that had the relationships with the larger banks, right, were getting the loans super easy, and that's mm -hmm. why you see these these uh, name brand companies that just went right through they got their money no problem because mm -hmm. they're established lenders it's the little guy right it's the guy who's you know never got a loan or you know the server yeah. or the the bartender right that's like oh, i don't even have a credit card yeah yeah you're not able to get any money so it's difficult man i, I feel bad i'm with, with that said right I, i'm very very fortunate to be working and uh it's let's fucking crazy about, outside let's talk about your transition so a couple of weeks ago, this guy, uh, you were, uh, I wouldn't say excited, but your your tone was a little bit different, a little bit cheerier, and um, walking a little bit lighter on your feet because you you went from, you know, being on the side all the time to working from home and getting this new program and really getting to you know uh, maximize your time and really kind of you know optimize Jesse. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, I was running on. Now you're back in it. Yeah. Now I got, uh, I was running on high octane, man. 
So uh, when this thing hit, you know, I was I was on the whole 30 diet. The diet was clean. There was no boozing. Like sleep. I just landed this new job, making great money. So like all the boxes were checked, man. I I just felt fantastic. And all of a sudden they're like, hey, stay home. Fuck yeah, I'll stay home, dude. I'm doing push-ups every day. I'm working on all these projects. Uh, we're getting all you know, getting all this shit done. Like hell yeah. I'm like I'm having a great quarantine, right? <laughs> yeah, a little narcissistic on that one. Um, but well, in all like, fairness, uh, I mean, you, you, in, to your credit, you, you didn't. It was that was not like you just came out saying, I, you know, I'm doing the best. You were, you, you yeah. looked at things in brag. consideration of everything. You're very humble and modest. It was a, it was a humble brag. Yeah. So, um, so flip, flip the, flip, flip the coin, right? Here we are now. Today's uh, what in April? So April twenty eighth. And um, do you know what our first one man, was? We did this. Our, we started this in back in February. Wow. Or no, in March. Yeah, no, March. Yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah. So here we are, the end of April. Um, I'm, I'm busy, man. I'm driving everywhere from Valley Center down outside of San Diego, up uh, next to Compton. I'm getting into Gardena. Um, so I'm out on the streets, man. So I'm. You know, I play it safe. I always got my mask. I bring my gloves. I got my hand sanitizer. But, um, yep, way to cough into your elbow there. I give that like a 7 out of 10. But there you go. Much better form. Okay, we're going to be like Joe Rogan. I'm going to bring in the strips. We're going to have to test our – did you see he's doing that? Mm-hmm. He's testing all of his guests. He's got a. He's got the instant antibody test. Now, what the fuck does that say about wealth? <laughs> oh well, come on! I mean, he's it's a, he's totally flexing on us right there. He's I totally mean, flexing on us. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean that's one way to uh, to get the population tested. I mean, he's he's got a show every day. You know, we can do yeah, well, three hundred and sixty-five people a year, and uh, only at three hundred and fifty million people in America can get through it. That's listen. That's one way to look at it. All right, if you want to be a dick, I'm obviously a huge <laughs> Rogan fan. Um, he actually bought even, these. I'm not even hating him, just stating. He just bought statement. those tests. He bought the test from his friend who owns the laboratory. The tests are not FDA approved. They were still in the trial period, mm-hmm. and he was able to buy, you know, whatever from him. So I guess I – fuck, I'm not his lawyer. I don't know what his <laughs> fucking – what I was signing off on. I just thought it was a nice touch, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, like if you go – you know, he's gone on to build himself this badass fucking studio, and people that go there, it's like, wow. You know, also, wow. and another thing, I think it's also a good a nod to Rogan in the sense that, like, it's not that hard to get him. No. Same. No. No, it's not. I, I, I went to, you know, I went to his comedy comedy show, went to Rogan comedy show, and he's like right there, you know. It's like, hey, yeah, it's good. It's really cool. I, I give, you know. Props obviously to the, the the father of podcast, right? <laughs> He's gonna have statues. Uh, no, he actually had a uh, oh, fuck. I don't want to make a podcast talking about Joe Rogan's podcast. All right, let's go. Let's move on. That's one topic I do not want to cover today. Um, anyways, being a uh, out on the streets, right? So I'm I'm working. I'm on the road a lot. Uh, it naturally you start to put your guard down and you don't even realize it, right? Right, so you get a little bit more relaxed each day. You're out there, you know. You get a little bit more relaxed. You get a little bit more relaxed, right? I'm talking to my my worker today, and I'm, I realize, oh, I don't even have my mask on, right? Like, and uh, you can imagine that's that's got to be the trend, right? It, just humans in general, we're not used to being quarantined, and I would imagine other people have the same experience. The more you leave the house, the more you get comfortable leaving the house, and that's what's dangerous, man. That's what's dangerous about this virus is. Uh, you know, it's it's you can't see it. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's still there. It's fucking still putting up record numbers. Mm-hmm. Just for whatever reason, in my mind, I've kind of desensitized myself a little bit to it. Right? It's it's really strange. I mean, everyone's at a real disadvantage here. You know, just I think in a lack of understanding of like no one's in the, like a very very a handful of people are epidemiologists or have you know understand of like. Um, viruses in general or even that level of medicine to have a, a comprehensive understanding of like how germs and bacteria and vi- the difference between back- bacteria and viruses like fuck I don't even I wouldn't even feel 
competent in articulating it appropriately. Like I knew, you know, so, and I find myself to be relatively educated and informed by, um, about enough to like communicate something um, yeah. um, with enough thoroughness. Um, but I don't think everybody can. And so just general knowledge is not that solid <laughs> about, you know, protecting yeah. yourself. So I think it is, we, we are, we do things in a, in a community, whether it's our behavior, our actions, you know, how we think, our perspectives. Um, and so, you know, naturally, if you see other people doing that and, you know, it's instinct to want to be by, by people, you know, um, I, I saw some, I did a, um, I was with Christian, we were moving his, uh, speakers out of the uh, downtown and, um, yeah. you know, it was around, that was the first time I was around a group of people and, um, the person, first person I saw wasn't wearing a mask or gloves or anything. He didn't give, he didn't give a shit at all. And I was, and I was kind of keeping my distance because I had just come from, I hadn't been quarantined, only seeing one other person for, since beginning of March. Yeah. Um, and this was like, I think a week and a half ago. Um, so, and then and after you're that, in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah. Way, and so everyone like was wearing masks, but I mean like the, the level of, it's, it's just fucking hard. You know, it's like the, you know who's cleaning what who's breathing on who who's close to somebody who's respecting it knowing whether they're doing it right or not watching people touch their face touch gloves touch all their shit it's just like yeah. fuck like we're we're such a disadvantage yeah. just because we are so our brains we're not we're not programmed to think about these things you know so um so dude i don't, I don't think i don't think anyone's to blame on this except for um, the handful of people who are, are providing misinformation. Uh, but general population, I think, you know, if you're trying and you're wearing a, a mask or gloves to any degree, you've stayed at home at all. I think you've already at least, I think everyone has to, but like to, like you, LA County, they even put out another sign that says like, you can, you can walk outside, you can run outside, you can ride a bike. You don't have to wear a mask to do those things. That there's even misinformation about whether you should you have to wear a mask outside. Or not. They said that. Yeah, they um they had a, a sign, but that's the thing is also socially, it's t- completely shamed. So if you're not if you are not wearing a mask, like there are, um, you know, uh, it's just I don't know. Like I'm going to do social distance running tomorrow, and I was saying, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wear a mask, and they're like, oh well, we um, we wear masks anyway. It's pretty much socially unacceptable not to. Um, even though you're you're technically allowed to in grocery stores and any sort of retail place yeah. that's open, you can't. For, I mean, you have to wear a mask, of course. Um, but um, so I don't know. I mean, I wonder the benefit of of lifting that. I don't. It, it seems kind of strange because um, there's obviously there's got to be. It's just about they're, unemployment. They're they're paying attention. Yeah. The mask. <laughs> How would the mask affect unemployment? No, it's about. Um, well, are you talking about the mask or are you talking about opening? Uh, well, I guess they kind of dovetail and do it they can, one another. Oh, I was talking open, about, and you can still, they can still say you have to wear a mask and gloves at retail, um, and that we're gonna just open everything back up. Um, but they're trying to open back up because, you know, people working again. All these corporations they're losing billions of dollars right now. Like, oh, that's the Americans thing though. Can't like, put their paychecks into our pockets anymore. You know? I don't see it. Listen, man. If if you served, uh, if you're Benihana's on Sunset Boulevard, and you served a hundred chicken bowls a day, and then you went completely shut down, and then they said, "Okay, you can open." How long do you think it's going to be until you sell a hundred chicken bowls? Um, I think it's going to be a long time, dude. I think it's going to be a while. I mean, um, let's see. Where was it? In Atlanta. I think uh, this is good uh, case in point to uh, only reading headlines. Um, <laughs> I seen um, that today. They have people eating in diners and shit in Atlanta today. Well, Atlanta, there's a there's a group of 50 restaurant owners who all said they're not going to open still. That they they still don't think it's it's socially responsible. And that's the other thing is that you know just because they're allowed to cool. doesn't mean they have to. So yeah, good for them. Um, I, I I encourage more of that. I wish. I wish more people got together and, you know, unionized in a sense, right? And, you know, spoke for themselves. I mean, like, you know, obviously my favorite sport, right? They're sports in general, right? Sports sports are gone. Um, unprecedented, right? Nobody's ever seen that coming, right? It was just, just crazy. Crush Vegas, all the sports betting, everything's down. 
they're betting on everything you can imagine right asterisk now. Asterisk to the Vegas, weather. by the way. What asterisk to Vegas? Yeah, let's go back to Vegas as a talking point. After this. Okay. So, um, uh, so yeah, the UFC man, they're they're been pushing. You know, they're they're like, hey, we're we're doing this, and so Florida opened back up. So UFC immediately goes to Florida and it's like, hey, I'm gonna host three events in one week here. This is going to be the largest viewed thing on television. There's no competition, man. There's, it's going to be the only sport on TV. It's going to, you know, get tons of views. And what he's up, what he's up against is the safety of the fighters, obviously, right? You got to think of all the logistics, bro. You got to get these people there. They have to train with people. They have to, you got to house them. You got to transport them. I mean, it's like mind blowing. It's a lot. Um, and he's doing it. But on top of that, Patrick, after he has the three events in Florida. Right now, he is building infrastructure on an island. Dana White and the UFC are building an island, bro, that is in international waters that has their own jurisdiction. It's real life, like Mortal Kombat, like, Mortal Kombat, like some Kumite shit. And they're flying motherfuckers so to an island to like, fight. That's some this that's is real, real life villain stuff. Like, yeah, that's real life. That's the shit I'm talking about. That's the stuff that gets me excited. I want some Tony Stark fucking shit like that. I want to, I want to see motherfucking Elon Musk blasting off into space. This shit's wild, man. And, oh, perfect fucking, oh, yes. Please tell me you've seen this. I don't know. Did Maybe. You, did you see the Travis Scott, what Travis Scott did with Fortnite? Did you see that? Uh, he, I, I didn't see it. I heard about it. He did um, a Fortnite live stream concert, right? Yeah, and fully fucking... interactive. You could go. So each song was a different room. Right, so each song was a different room, and you would go through these lands, and there was something like fucking six million people there. Oh my god! And, and you're all in VR, and you're you're there, like your avatar's there. You wow, I mean? that was my understanding of it. I seen a YouTube video that was that was virtual reality, but I I don't know if it was as lived. But uh, but anyways, that concept it's in its infancy right now, and I fucking love it. If that's not Ready Player One, that's the exact. Right, everybody's got to stay inside. The economy's gone to shit. I keep touching my nose. I got to quit touching my face. <laughs> the, econ- the economy's gone to shit. Everybody's poor as shit. They stay home. People work inside the oasis, is what it's called, is the 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 hub, the virtual world, mm-hmm. and you can do and go anywhere you want in there. And if that doesn't sound like the fucking plot of a movie, dude, that can I'm so happy. I want to go to the oasis. I want to go. There. So does that mean that we're all in our own personal prisons now? I dude, it brings up some. <laughs> depending on how much weed I smoke in a day, I can get, go some, some crazy <laughs> places in my mind. Um, hearing Elon Musk talk about simulation theory is a wild one. That'll that'll get your brain turning. And um, to see, you know, what I believe is going to—it's basically going to be a giant simulation um, in its infancy of being used for entertainment purposes and being well, driven by this quarantine. I think is really, really cool. Well, I mean, Burning Man—that's what—it's um, going to be a virtual platform this year. I did not know that. It is. Um, so they're going to uh, create a Black Rock City, and it's going to be all virtual. And they've already disclaimed that it's going to be messy, and there are going to be lots of fuck ups and errors, but. Um, Wow. They're also Look talking about how the orgy dome that it's the orgy dome is potentially going to crash all the servers. Um, I mean, there's yeah, that's, it's, it's hilarious that's, how people are thinking of are participating. I mean, well, the they should they should part. limit they should limit participation just like you do in the <laughs> desert, right? But I mean, if you, how can if you, you be, have millions of people? Aren't? I don't know. How can you have radical inclusion if only so many can be included? This is the this is the and. It's interesting. People caught this out. This is the epitome of radical inclusion, if as far as as many people as possible that could participate. So, I don't know. It's it's interesting, but I mean, it's certainly a different way of connecting. It's not the same as having a physical experience with somebody um, or a group of people or you know a place or you know. I was talking to uh, my girlfriend about this that like when people go to concerts and hear music for the first time again, people are just going to be weeping. <laughs> they're just gonna be like on their I weep knees, anyways <laughs> like just I hope I hope they're fucking like moved by hearing music and being able to like appreciate um being in a an open yep. venue because I think it's gonna be a minute yeah you know I actually got pumped up I was listening to a, a country music song the other day 
and I don't know something in the song, but something clicked in my head where I went like, "Man, I miss real music. It's going to be so nice to hear the twang of the guitar and be able to, you know, you know, swing, get your boots on, get out there, you know, get your dosey dough on." That's what I want. I want to go. I want to go country line dancing. So that's that's a good that's a good thing. So first thing you're gonna do when you get out of quarantine, as far as you know, Ooh. say things are back to normal. Let's not talk about timelines or anything, but like things are. If you go to anything, what what would it be? Concert place. Well, you you have some, you know, there's some fun ones you can come up with, right? Um. Like, you know, obviously the strip club, Patrick, is going to be the first place that I go. <laughs> I miss my girls so much. <laughs> See, places like that, they're done, dude. I don't, how are strippers ever going to make a rebound? I mean, they're, you know uh, they they're, will, they're, prostitution. They're, they're, they're apparently all become cam girls. They're all doing really well. Uh, apparently they're, yeah, that, they're not able to meet demand, says the internet. Did you hear about Boober? Hmm? Uh, they had a topless delivery service. Like a Uber, but Boober, oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so some some places doing that. Um, first place I'd want to do, man. Uh, places I really miss. Um, Just want to quote you on like, that. You said strip club first. No, I I would not go to a strip club first. I very rarely go to strip club. They're already kind of nothing against strippers. They're fantastic Americans, and I salute my working girls. Um, but uh, no, that's not the first place I would go. For me, I go more nostalgic, right? And so, like, what pops in my mind is like, "Oh, go to the movies." Like, fuck, I don't want to go to the movies, right? Because even if yeah, it's been back just sitting at, North, at home, fucking watching movies, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, maybe I'd go out to like go out to eat. Like, I, I think a nice dinner would be fun. It'd be nice to go out to a restaurant, probably sit down, have a have a nice nice dinner. What about wine. just one one oh, one night? How about this? You've got one. You've got one day. God, you can have. Multiple activities, but what would you spend your first day doing? You could do anything. <clears throat> and there's no, like, if you needed to, like, travel from, like, here to somewhere far away and it doesn't make sense timeline-wise, that's that's okay, too. Um, yeah, yeah. You've got, you've got no, a teleport. I'll give you something. Give you something. Well, I mean, if we could go all out, I would, uh, I'd probably do burn night, right? I would just go. I'd go zap straight, mm-hmm. straight to the the fun part of the burn. Just get that out of my system, and um, you know, if it's something a little more practical, then I I think I would. Uh, I think a concert sounds cool, dude. Yeah, I'd probably go to the bar, dude. To be honest with you, I'd go to like a country western bar. Okay. And I'd drink beers. I'd arm wrestle my buddies. There'd be peanuts all over the floor. There'd be a live. <laughs> Live so band be, jamming. You'd be at Mavericks, basically. I'd be at Mavericks. <laughs> <Dark Hunter right there. laughs> I just described my hotel bar. Fucking the fucking first time I, I pulled up there, getting getting my DJ shit out of my car, right when I sold my Ford Ranger, um, and a, a fucking guy on a horse rolls up. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm, you know, by the beach. I mean, Norco's, Norco, Norco is Horse Town, USA. And I was that was my first real Norco interaction, but um, but yeah, no having a horse you. roll up and him having the ride away and there being a place for him to tie his horse up right next to my truck, I was like, wow. Yeah. All right. There's a there's a hitching post out front. You can tie your horse up like the old school days. Do they even have raised uh? They have raised crosswalk buttons, Patrick. So when you're riding your horse, you don't have to reach down to push the button. They, they come up to your level. I love that. Think of that. Think of that city council meeting. They're like, "Well, we got we got some money to spend. I got an idea." What you got on your cup there, or your mug? Mug you drinking? You know, oh, that's nice. Keep calm and poop rainbows. That's nice. You know, I wish I was more prepared. And I would have. I would have brought our brought our our logo in progress. Um, oh, gosh. To, to show it. I guess I could still. But, uh, the shoot the poo logo. No, it, don't show it yet. Don't show it yet. It's getting there. It's almost there. Hey, I wanna, I wanna know, Patrick. What would you do? Uh, your first I would, day out of court. I would take my lady on a nice date. I would love, I would love for someone else to prepare our food and not have to wash dishes or anything. After that'd be great. Um, but yeah, just to, I would, I'd go, uh, I'd go on a 
take her on a date and uh, go to the fucking mountains, anywhere with the jacuzzi, and I can hear not traffic where a bus is. I, I actually was mentioning, like, I, I think buses are endearing going by, um, but because it's it shouldn't be busy, I just don't want to hear any. I just, it would be nice if it was a little quiet. So anyway, yeah, I'd be yeah, able to I get the you. fuck out of Dodge. I'd go somewhere quiet, and then... Um, and then to, to like a, a concert, any sort of live music. Honestly, I would not even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give a fucking yeah. shit what it was. It could be country, it could be indie, it could be fucking rock. I could, I've been listening to lots of like surf rock and like um, all laws, tin polish, shit like that. Um, just because it's like nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, music. I don't know. It's not too overtly happy and it's not too overtly depressing i don't know it fits the vibe you, right the, now. you got the got the growlers the growlers going yeah they're top of conversation um but yeah so um lost my choo-choo train of thought here no problem um, oh yeah but I, yeah so i i'd go i'd, I'd take a take my lady on a date and um somewhere with the view and um I think it'd be cool. I wouldn't mind being around other people. I think that'd be cool. It could be a busy environment. Oh, dude, um, a baseball game would be fun to go to. Oh, yeah, fucking bat. I'm, I'm all dreamy-eyed now. A Laker what a game? great question. Yeah, a Laker game, dude. What if they just said, like, oh, by the way, Lakers, you guys were going to be in the finals, so we're just going to start here. Yeah. Okay. Full, okay. Let's Mentioning all that, <laughs> full day. Um, middle of the day, go, go to a LAFC game. And then go to a Laker game, um, watch the sunset, go t- um, take my girlfriend to a um, to dinner on a date. Then go to like an Airbnb, somewhere with jacuzzi, somewhere in like the woods, and um, and then somehow get to uh, like Pappy and Harriet's type of venue somewhere. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I've actually never been to Pappy and Harriet's, so I can't really. Oh, okay, that's not true. I have been. Never mind. But I've never been there when there's like a band sweet. playing though. It's growing like super popular, rightfully so. Joshua Tree in general, man, that whole area is really blowing up, right? We used to go there Don't when we were kids. Keep it a I know. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, Josh ain't home, man. Uh, they're having, dude. So the they're having their bloom right now, right? So the the desert is just gorgeous, like, and people are like, "Sorry, I have to post this picture. Please don't come here, right?" But check out this amazing bloom of the desert. Super incredible. But a lot of the wildlife, right? You've seen those images of the wildlife coming back around and all these different places on Earth and the pollution being cleaned up and the waters being cleaned up. And uh, I'm glad they're sharing those because they're powerful images, right? It kind of puts that thought in your mind like, hey, you know what? Our host is pretty badass, dude. Mother Earth is very, very strong. All we did was, you know, let go of the fucking Indian burn for, you know, a, a couple seconds in her world, right? And she was able to just you know, put a lot of things back together. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if anything positive can come out of this, I would hope that, you know, we can use that as grab some data, get some real time, you know, like, look, my generation felt it. We experienced it. We know what's possible, right? So when we, when we grow up and we're the lawmakers and we're the people up there, you know, hopefully by then we're, we're able to kind of, the consciousness is able to awake and we're able to implement some lasting change, right? I hope so. I really do. It's it sucks that you know there's there's anyone dying from you know anything, but on top of it this virus, and then on top of it not being able to talk about climate change, which is really like a very much a now thing. But um, but yeah, it's it is. I think it is a, a positive, good thing to see. Um, you know, some of these optimistic imagery with things being so like gloomy in lots of ways and um i think people feel mentally tired and hopeless i think you have to have positive stuff like that and reminders that there are there is things are good and there is there is something you know simple and you know about like nature and calling about it and like hey you know some semblance of like things are going to be Yeah, definitely. Some positive reassurance goes a long ways, right? It does. So, what it comes, uh, the coverage, coverage comes from both angles. Yeah. What, uh, what, 
talk about some positive things for a moment. What positive? Uh, what, what's the most positive of thing you've been able to change about your your life lately? Uh, maybe health wise, routine wise. What's a what's a healthy thing you've been been doing? Yeah, I'm all, I'm all over the map, Matt. So um, <laughs> best decision I made today was keeping this mustache for sure. I like it. I right, like that's it. That's working. And that's just a little light one too. I'm gonna I'm gonna let that Dale. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Dale grows a stash, bro. He's got like a push broom. <laughs> he uh, <laughs> his his is mean. It's real mean. Yeah, you could you can sweep the it's shop. A, it's with a that straight bunker. up seventies seventies like mean full stash. Man, yeah. um, so different for me um, to to get to your question. Like I've been able to really explore my diet and my exercise program quite a bit and I've made some leaps and bounds in that department. Um, I've gotten hooked up with this great company online, this company Perium, and I'm in the, I'm on a 30 day um, ultimate transformation right now to basically a, a detox diet. And boy, I'm on day two of my, um, there's a, a, 10, a 10 day window in the 30 days that's a, a pretty heavy immersive, right? And so you kind of prep your way in. Once you hit day 11, you let it rip. And then once you catch back up on, uh, with, you know, day 20 or whatever, then you kind of, you know, wean yourself off. Mm-hmm. And so I've been consuming like large amounts of green juice and right, really focusing on my stomach biome and my, my health, my bacteria. I drank two gallons of water yesterday as saying. just like, like a flush. Right. And, uh, I did I lost seven pounds, bro. Like, and literally overnight. How do and you, how do you feel? Because that's a lot, dude. Well, today because I need food, right? I'm obviously I'm not starving myself. I'm just I'm not taking in any animal products, right? I'm I'm eating more like a like a rabbit. Like I eat celery and cucumbers, and then I drink these green shakes. Um, today I got a little tired. I ate a wall today. Mm. Uh, I got a I got a funny story for you. So. One of the things um, they're like, hey, if you get constipated, right, do a, a saltwater flush. So I Google, you know, saltwater flush. It's uh, two teaspoons of, uh, you know, Himalayan sea salt, four cups of warm water, um, some lemon in there if you if you want. Look it up, saltwater flush, and it's basically a real soft natural laxative. They're like, yeah, you drink that in about 30 minutes, you're gonna shit your pants, right? They're just saying as nice as they can on the internet. <laughs> And so I'm like, all right, I had time this morning, no big deal, boom, made made the deal, drank it. It took like eight minutes, right? Like eight minutes, I just was like, oh, man, just not in a, not in a bad way, but it actually felt relieved, right? Because I had to poop. Fuck, dude, you know, you gotta, we got to poop. So uh, so I felt good, and so Dale called me, and I'm like, hey, man, I just did this flush. And Dale's like, all right, I'm doing one too. And so he makes his saltwater flush, and it just didn't agree with him the same way. So he had, he had diarrhea. He had diarrhea all morning, dude. He's like, what? What did you do to me? I'm like, I, dude, it was fine for me. I took one shit. I felt great. He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't, he's like, I couldn't leave, I couldn't leave the toilet. So then his wife, his wife sends me a message and she says, uh, who do I have to blame for giving my husband this saltwater flush? <laughs> I go, why? She goes, I can't get my toilet clean. Oh no! <laughs> Fucking tail. So, so we're having we're having fun with it. We created a little group, right? We got a little, uh, you know, detox group, and uh, I feel good, you know. In fact, for this podcast, um, I had to kind of like, let's go, champ, right? I was kind of getting ready for bed. It's, I've been going to sleep early, and so I kind of got hyped up a little bit, and uh, I feel great. I drink tea. I drink a ton of water. I eat a bunch of greens and I'm cutting weight in all the right places, baby. You better watch out. I'm coming for you. My guy. You, uh, you I'm cutting a promo. Off. I know you've been taking, taking some time off on a, yeah. when I say time off, Good. I mean like one or two days. Um, I get stuck in, uh, you know how it is. You're like, for one, my feet were really hurting. My Achilles tendon was kind of tightening up on me. So my goal was to run a hundred miles this month and I'm at like 78 or something. Oh, and man, so, that shit starts catching up with you at a certain point, right? Oh, dude, it, bro- it broke my body down quick. And the reason being is I didn't run them in the proper, 
you know, if you were to take 100 miles, for instance, and, you know, divide it up by the month and, you know, kind of calculate in the days you're going to take off for rest, you'd come up with, you know, pretty, I don't even know what it'd be, probably five, uh, five or six a day or something, or, you know, five days a week or something. Yeah, if you ran five, five days a week for four weeks, you'd have 100 miles, right? You could take the weekends off. It's just the problem how quickly it compounds, right? When you miss a day, all of a sudden your average just goes up. Yeah. Right, another another mile or two, eight, and then six, um, seven, eight. Yeah. yeah, and then one of those also was a uh, was a half marathon. So um, I was I ran the Zion half marathon. It was a virtual race. I ran around the back bay, which was cool. Never done that before, and um, it was a great race. But I I was running hard, right? Like I put in a great time. Yeah. And uh, the next day, my body was just broke. You know, I was just tired, and so then I took two three days off. Then I went to run again, ran right into injury. My body still wasn't healed, so I just said, hey, time out, you know, take a time. Uh, they're actually doing the Orange County Marathon this weekend. Uh, they're still – they're not obviously running the race, right, because you can't have the, the gatherings, but they offer it um, virtually, so you can run the race virtually. So mark my words, Orange County, Long Beach, you are going to see so many damn people. There are a lot of people enter that, that <laughs> marathon. You're going to see so many damn people out running more so than you've ever seen. I then, like for me, it snuck up on me too. So now here I am in the middle of a heavy detox, right? I'm in the heavy, I'm in the middle of a heavy cleanse. I was going to say like, that's a hard time to try and, you know, get your yeah. body to recover. Yeah. So how does that work with like recovery also? You know, do you, do you think that it's like aiding or like. For me right now, like, uh, during my 10 thing. day, during my 10 day immersion that I'm in, um, you know, one of my, actually a few of my health guru guys that I look up to are, are a part of this company. So I really, it comes from a trusted source of information for me, right? It's not like I'm eating Cheerios or something. So, um, Troy, uh, Casey, he was like, Hey man, just, just walk. He's like, oh, you'd be surprised, man. Walking, it still gets the lymph going, gets all the blood pumping. You're outside, you're getting your sunshine. Um, you know, I understand you're not going to get the cardio that you want cause you're used to running, but he's like, I promise you, you will still, by staying active and by movement, you know, almost like a Qigong style thing, you can stay fit enough to be ready to race, right? To be race ready. And in essence, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it easy this week. Um, so I'm really do attached. It this yeah, I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you had that been decided for a while? No, I just found out about it last night. Okay. So. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to incorporate it into the run. And mind you, I could be talking out of my ass, dude. It's day two right now of the 10-day immersion. And I'm like, oh, I have all this energy. I feel great. I'm going to get to fucking day eight and probably be like, all right, dude, time out. I need a steak, right? I'm gonna... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want you to, if you can. All right. It's not designed to, to you know, crush you like that or, you know, no, suck all the life out of you. I just think a marathon's a lot for anything, anybody. No, I'm only going to do the half. half oh, you're, okay. I, I thought you were talking about doing a full, and that, to me, sounded no, like... that was a bad idea. Like I'm sorry. Way. I should have clarified that. So, yeah. um, I like, I, you're, re, re, you're a fucking machine already. <laughs> no, you no. Are, but I've, yet, like, I've yet to run I've yet to run shit. a marathon. I haven't run a marathon. So, um, But rumor on the street is, Patrick, that you're getting out there. You're doing a little jogging yourself. I'm doing a little jogging. Oh, <laughs> I went out um, last week I finally got out and um, I just I had been inside I was like when quarantine first was happening I I kind of went into action survival mode and I was like alright cool I'm going to plant all these seeds to make sure that I have things all lined up professionally and personally blah 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 and then I then I kind of let my body and my mind process it and it wasn't really by choice so I took like six days five six days alright I binge watched TV, wasn't really productive, stayed in like one place, yeah. and then at the end of it, I felt like shit. And it was just like, woke up one morning, was like, all right, I'm done with that, and I need to do something. And so, um, good for you. Doing a getting out out for a run sounded like amazing. So, I went and did this little run, and I was thinking about you saying that you the last few times you'd been out, you hadn't really been thinking about your mileage, and you're just kind of like you're just kind of mentally out there, and like just kind of just kind of going and, and and going with it. Um, and so I kind of did that and um, kind of just went 
went with it, and then I wasn't really thinking about how much mileage. I was thinking maybe maybe I'll do a mile and a half, two miles, something like that. And then when I at the end of it, I kind of mapped it because I don't have a well watch or anything I do it with. I was just yeah. mapping where I ran, and um, ended up being like three point two. And I was like, oh shit, okay. And so the next day, I was like, I think I'm gonna run again. And so <laughs> I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna do maybe just two miles this time. Thinking like, okay, I'm gonna be tired. And I felt way better than the day before. Yeah. So I ended up doing like three point four that day. And then the next day, I was super sore, and I was like, fuck, I need to run through this. And so um, I got out there that day, and then at the end of the day, that day, um, the next day I was like, wasn't planning on running, and I was like, you know, I could do another three or so today. <laughs> and so got out. Oh, yeah. Um, so I got about 12, 12, give or take, in a little, little bit more, a little less. Um, and I think I was running like eight ish, eight thirty ish. Yeah, pace. that's be- um, That's beautiful. But felt felt pretty good. So um, so yeah, I I. Used to run cross country um, back in the day, and my body's really not built for cross country. Like I like doing trails and stuff like that. I I got IT band syndrome because I I didn't I didn't transition my body from running track and soccer to running yeah, cross country. Trail running, distance yeah. running, so so much different the form, the way you run, the way you're, we you, uh, do everything. And so, um, actually, after I got injured, I had the opportunity to learn how to run distance appropriately. So now when I do it, I do it a lot more theory my brother also runs a lot of distance and he does his buddies back in new york because he lives in venice now and all his buds back in new york city there um they're they have like a run club and so they do it virtually um so trying to get my mileage up to make sure i can get up there with all y'all <laughs> yeah get come on the, we'll be we'll be waiting five, for you it's doing like a five it's mile good, uh, or a five mile uh, dis- social distance run tomorrow um, yeah good for you yeah you were telling me about that it's um Dude, it's good, man. It's good for the body. It's good for the mind. Um, sunlight, fresh air, getting getting the blood going right, getting the lymphatic system going. Yeah. Getting all that stuff, getting your cells moving a little bit, right? Long Beach is cool yeah. because um, and it's it's nice. They have signs like out on the like the beaches are closed, the beach trail, boardwalk, all that stuff is closed. Um, but the cliffside trail, that part, all that stuff, um, between downtown and Belmont, all that stuff's open, so people are like out and they just have signs that say. COVID-19 social yep. distancing and people are respecting it they wear their masks and people don't but they're all separated most people are respectful so I feel like and it's not like overtly like there's not a hundred people all sitting in one area it's it's like a bunch of people but they're all really spread out um, so I feel like it can be done uh, like appropriately it's just like how the fuck do you communicate to people who don't listen and can't like d- those pictures of Newport I was so embarrassed. I was like, "Come on!" Like, I went down we there, Florida? man. I, I, I went down there. I got on my scooter and I drove down there. Yeah. Um, during sunset on Friday or Saturday, right? So a busy day. Yeah. And um, while there was a lot of people, there's one restaurant in particular that was doing takeout tacos or something. But there's just literally a hundred people right on top of each other. Couldn't believe it. Line out the door. Um. So I don't, I don't want to put that place on blast, but they were not being responsible. Um, and I drove all the way down, drove by the pier. They shut half the parking lots off. So some parking was available for the yeah. businesses, but like, you know, the beach parking for the most part was closed. The boardwalk was closed. And there was not that many people. Like those images are like from 4th of July or something. I'm like, that's not right. Also, I got to tell you that I was there in the evening. Mm. And a, a, a marine layer had moved in. Those people may have gone home, right? I mean... Who am I? But the the one image that I seen, I think it was a Huntington Beach. It looks suspect as fuck. Like it's smoggy. Uh, it looks like a picture from last summer. To be honest, I mean the air quality is just so much better even now. It's like that's not the same time. Yeah. But again, I don't. I don't know. Well, what do I? Know? I don't know. I don't, don't want to. I I drove through. Huntington I can tell you, there's a lot of people. And um, yeah. being a Monday, and there are a lot of people out. You know, not hating. I'm about getting outside. I think everyone should get outside. I think you should still social distance. I think you should be responsible. I think you should fucking be prepared. If you feel like you need to have your mask on all the time, like some, like Costa Mesa, I think it's mandatory. Um, yeah. Huntington, Huntington's like, I don't know. So, yeah. um, no. you know, what do you, what do you do when one city, the cities next door to each other don't at all think the same thing at all? We're like, figuring it out as we go, man. There's no, there's no playbook for this, right? And uh, we're going to learn. And, you know, it could easily be interpreted as, oh, they're taking our freedoms. And, 
you know, on the other end, they, these guys go, look, man, we got a responsibility to keep everybody safe, right? Our decisions are based on data. They're based on science. This is what we think. And you're always going to get, you know, the guy that's going to say it's not constitutional. You know what I mean? And good luck with that one. Uh, one thing I can tell you is it has people engaged. It has people paying attention, right? More people are watching the news now than ever. More people are out there talking, voting. I would imagine, I, not currently at this moment, but I would imagine as the polls open, however that's going to work. What do, you, hey, Brooke, uh, what do you think about online voting? I personally think it's fine. Um, what do you think about like voting by text? If you can verify that you're somebody, what if you can vote by phone or text or something? Well, listen, man, even without it, like doing it the old traditional way that we do it right now, yeah, you still can't have an election without somebody saying that there is some kind of uh, you know interference, right? Whether it's Russia or the, the mail fraud or um, the other side's always going to throw shade. So. If you if you if we do open up, which we're gonna have to, it's the fucking future, right? We're gonna be able to vote on the internet. We're gonna be able to vote on our phones. We're, there's no getting around that. You're not, you know, whether it's in my lifetime or not. I would hope it is, but um, ultimately, you're always gonna come down with nothing being a hundred percent safe. Hmm. It, it makes more sense. Like, okay, well, if you can get if you can get ninety percent or even eighty percent, shit, we can even get sixty percent of Americans voting per election um, engaged I think in 2016 or no 2014 it was it was like 38% or something like that the population voted um, 2016 it was something similar it was like 40 40-ish 40, 40 percent or something maybe it's the other way around they're about to come out now 150% of American eligible voters voting um, and you're right I, I fucking hope they come out now but if my theory is correct, we will see elevated numbers on this particular poll, right? And I, and I both so. both sides are teeing off on that. Both sides are saying that they, in their head, they think that that favors them. Um, and and we'll, we'll see. Scary times. Republicans, they are. Uh, they say that uh, more people voting doesn't favor them, which is probably true. Um, but we'll see. Who knows? Um, I, okay. I hope more people get involved. If we can get even, oh, what I was saying was that even if we can get like 60% of people um, or 70% of people um, that could potentially be engaged via texting or calling in, and then you have, mm-hmm. you know, okay, well, Russia or China or whoever the fuck is going to tamper with whoever, or, or um, 10% of votes are going to be marginalized, well, at least you still have a larger pool of, the, of Americans voting opposed to only, you know, less people engaging because they think everything's tampered with and then they're just like oh well i'm just not going to vote at all and then uh and then corporations and lobbyists decide and then and fucking old people who have time to vote they they're the ones who decide for everyone and that do you want is that? very much the do you truth. Want that? I, that is, I don't it is very much the truth patrick yeah so yeah, well, that's uh, that's good. You know, we're going to take uh, you and I have a, a rather large audience here with this podcast. So um, as we get closer to the elections, we'll be able to kind of, you know, fan out some information, you know, a, a source you can trust. Ladies and gentlemen, it'll be here. You, you heard it first. Yeah, if anything, you know, ask a real question. If you want to know, we'll find out if we don't know. I would I would say I, I'll, I don't know if I don't know. You don't know. I would imagine you would say you don't know. But I do think. Now, hell no! Have... I would totally act like I know. That's well, what I do. Okay, good. You're gonna be like, oh. You be the know-it-all. I'll be the skeptic, and our forces <laughs> combined will come up with a reasonable, well-rounded picture of the truth, or something similar to it. So, um, That's perfect. When uh, I look forward to that day. Yeah, we uh, talk. We've been talking for. Canada, yeah, I don't know if you want to. Yeah, let's let's wrap this up. I got to get to bed, man. I wake up early now. I know I got a big boy uh, job. An old man has got to get his little sleep. <laughs> I like it because you, um, I'm 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 aiming f- five a.m. I want to be like the latest, right? I'm aiming to get up in that four to five ish range, and five kind of just be like the if I don't set an alarm, I'm still up at five. And, um, you know, there's just something that happens at that time in the morning, right, where you just get a little peace. You get to be with yourself. 
um, yeah. you know, you get you get your little morning routine down, and that becomes something that's sacred to you. Like yeah. this is my this is my gym. On on a quarantine note, I think having a routine, especially finding times of peace, whether that's between four and six, five a.m. in the morning or not, um, yeah. I think it's really important to establish routines, um, things you like, but also you know things that make you feel good. And uh, you know if it's appreciating, I, I love that you turned something that was kind of a that's most people wouldn't think that's too fun waking up at four or five, but I think that's really positive that you can look at and say, hey, like it's a lot more peaceful. It's nice to be able to be with yourself and yeah. you know there's probably less vibrations at that it's not easy it's not easy man i'm telling you whatever that little bit of resistance is that kind of pushes back even throughout our days no matter what time it is that little you know helion that lives in you that tells you you're not good enough that sucker has a loudspeaker at 4 a.m when that <laughs> fucking alarm clock goes off right he's like go back to sleep 20 minutes easy you don't have to be up right now. There's no traffic. There's no traffic. You can sleep in longer. He's got the best excuses. He's got everything figured out. I want to know who that motherfucker is. That guy's never wrong, right? He's in there like he's got all the facts, dude. Little fucker. A little morning breath. So. Well, my good friend, I hope. Uh, I hope everyone. I hope everyone in your household stays safe, healthy, and sane. So the next time I talk to you. Uh, I hope you're well. And uh, yeah, when will we talk again? Uh, let's do it soon, man. You got some runs to do. Um, I got some work to do. Plant a garden this weekend, so yeah. I got. Hey, I got time, baby. I'm staying home as much as possible. So, okay. um, if, if there's anybody still left, anybody that stuck this out, I want to say thank you very much for listening. Right, obviously, I love you. I know Patrick loves you. This is yeah. the uh, this is the Shoot the Poo podcast. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you next time. See you later. Peace. Bye. Love you.